Let's go. So, hello, good morning, afternoon, or indeed good bloody well evening to all of our fantastic listeners. This is our dedicated Nintendo podcast, aptly named The Switch Island. And to get things started, I want to introduce you to the two boys I'm going to be chatting all things Switch with. And first off, it is the Brain Train, famous for flying multiple digital planes, our resident intellectual, debatably, it is Pete. <laughs> How you doing, Pete? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Ty, you all right? Yeah, my bad. What's your Twitter handle if you're ever on there? At GQ Preacher. You're offline at the time. Yeah, you can't even help yourself too much <laughs> and next up digitally jo- dig- digitally digitally joining us it is the sega fan with a wit quicker than sonic's power sneakers and a beard thicker than gilius thunderheads it is rich how you doing rich you okay mate Hello, Dad. That's a fantastic introduction. Thank Cheers, you. mate. Thank you. I've gone full on Radio 2 today. I still have uh, Golden Axe Nightmares, but I appreciate uh, yeah. the reference. So. <laughs> I wanted to just bring it back up after Mario Smario, God knows how long ago. But, uh, guys, I am your Flamingo fan, the Segway King, the Big Mac, uh, the Prawn Cocktail. Um, I am Danny Ward, and my Twitter machine is at DannyWard2707. We are the Switch Island, and we are now going to talk into your ear holes about our beloved Nintendo. Uh, guys, if you would like to support us, please give this podcast a sub on the service you're using follow us on twitter which is at the switch island or check out the website which is www.theswitchisland.com just putting the www's in just to annoy ben <laughs> and if you enjoy consuming our content as much as we love making it which we do you can support us directly by throwing us a few pounds dollars euros yen whatever you want to drachme uh, over our patreon which is patreon.com forward slash the switch island um, gentlemen i'd prefer rupees I'll take a chicken. What are the chickens called in Zelda? Uh, chickens? Cuckoos. Oh, Cuckoos, isn't it? You passed the first test. How the devil are you both? We okay? Yeah, good, thank you. I'd like to ask uh, Rich a little bit more about Golden Axe Nightmares. That sounds like a lovely spin-off title. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> I really don't want to talk about it. So yeah, there was just um, you didn't listen to you didn't listen to Mario versus Mario, did you, Pete? You didn't need to. No, uh, I kind of I kind of crashed and burned basically. The uh, my uh, my great trivia knowledge of uh, Sega didn't really serve me very well. You didn't do very well, and I, I lost. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I, you, you'll do better than me. Don't worry, mate. Ooh, wonderful. So should we crack on with the news, gents? Should we uh, dive straight into what's kind of cracking at the moment? There's not too much on. Uh, only three points that I kind of want to bring up with you. First one being the new Switch design allegedly surfaces. So we've seen a couple of mm-hmm. knockoff um, third-party kind of cases come to market. And it seems to have started off the rumour mill again of whether or not this new light Switch is going to be coming. Have you seen much about it, Rich? Or I saw that email. It kind of looked like a scam email to me. Like did, a kind of Nigerian, <laughs> bit of a Nigerian prince kind of feel to it. So. How dare you? I support <laughs> several Nigerian princes. Uh, each one of them lovely. Absolutely careful. Uh, take a lot of money, though. Pete, what do you think? Do you yeah, yeah, some of the mock-ups that people have done based on that look so sleek as well. Like, And I do like the direction of them. I think after the, the Wii era and the Switch era coming in, Everyone thought that the, the Wii looked really plasticky and horrible. Yeah. And then the Switch is this sleek, like, quite nice thing. And then the more, the more recent mock-ups just look like they're made by Apple. Like, I'm really liking that direction of them. Like, um, So, yeah, now, as we're, like, looking at them, 
Um, I do like the look of them. Mm. I just don't think there's that much ground into them yet. It's all speculation, isn't it? It's interesting, right. actually, because we haven't spoken to you yet about your E3. Um, kind of not predictions. I don't. Well, you can probably say predictions all came true. To be well, yeah, up. every single one, yeah, surprisingly. Right. Yeah. Miracle, absolutely miracle. Banjo even, called it. Um, even Contra, God, that came yeah. out of nowhere. Um, were you happy with E3? Yeah, I mean, th- there were games that I really liked in there obviously mm. there's one which i'm like we're not going to play like fire emblem bingo or anything because like, i will be saying it far too often um but there, there was big hitters that weren't there which i thought would make an appearance there was no metroid for example yeah um but i, I was really happy with what i saw of fire emblem in particular that was the one i was most excited about yeah it, it was pretty in-depth treehouse didn't they afterwards yeah, as well yeah. so. and a lot of the reservations i did have I now no longer have. I'm just really hyped for it. It just seems to be everyone's hyped for the games that we are getting rather than something too far off in the distance. And I think that's kind of what Xbox and a lot of the third parties kind of shown. Yeah, I think when we watched the last E3, with it being Xbox, there were all these amazing games being spoken about, but they were like a year, two years off down the line. And it was like, oh, I'm really hyped. This stuff's like brilliant, but mm. what, am, what am I playing this year? Yeah. With Nintendo, they've kept the focus for E3s on... on pretty immediate releases which i think has been been really good for me because i know where i'm going to be putting my money i don't really care don't about your opinion on this rich so go on mate what are we going to say i was going to say it's this is where they lose me like the sony's and microsoft's i mean there's people i know that got hyped for halo and i'm like what did we see other than fmv we saw nothing but i just don't understand how you can generate hype showing you know, a cutscene from a game that's like a year, a year and a half away. And it's just the same thing with Scarlet. They they mention Scarlet, show it, like a couple of people talking about it, and then hype, hype, hype off it goes. And it's like, well, I still haven't really, I don't really know yeah. what I'm hyping about here. <laughs> There's a guy with an amazing beard and a code name, and that was it. That's yeah. all they revealed. I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. It's very strange, isn't it? And I, I, I watched um, a bit off topic the God of War documentary um, with Corey. Barlog, it was called Balrog after short note part. Barlog, and he talks about how they had to prepare like this full technical demo because they literally were playing the game at E3 and showing it off and showing people what they're going to be playing. And you think like that's the right way to do it is to literally yeah. get this kind of game right and then go. Pete just headbutted the microphone. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> that's absolutely brilliant. Um, to show them exactly what you're going to be playing, how good it looks, and it actually plays that way as well, rather than like you said, Rich, just this hyped up kind of FMV. Yeah, I, I saw quite recently there's like YouTubers that compare E3 footage to actual retail release of games and they did it with like Anthem is the one that stands out for me the most because Anthem, when they first showed it at an E3, looked incredible. Yeah. And they show it afterwards at retail and there's less characters in it or the models change or the, it just isn't what they say. Like As annoying as the, peop- the devs are for not showing the game in full, the ones that then compare online are also just absolute <laughs> gobshites. So just despise the way like that puddle doesn't look the same in Spider-Man now as it did originally on it. It's a gorgeous looking game. You've mm. got an issue with a bit of rendering difference mm. and maybe a, just even an opinion changed. Well, we don't really want to have that puddle there. Well, it's not the same as E3 so therefore I want my money back. I still mm. think the, uh, the classic was when they. Um, this is a few years ago now when they unveiled uh, Killzone for the PlayStation Three, yes. and it was like cutting edge. Now it looks like it's an amazing stunning. movie, yeah. <laughs> and it came out and it's like oh, completely different game. Yeah. nothing like it. But that's again, it's just back to that point again. Not playable. Speaking yeah. of not playable, see what I mean about the Segway King. Um, 
not I don't we yeah, actually we don't know Segway yet. So I've, I've ruined the Segway. I'm not Segway King anymore now. I talk too much. Uh, Nintendo executive has uh, actually said streaming is certainly an interesting technology. The reason I want to kind of bring this up is the fact that about several different outlets have brought out a news article at one sentence mm. and said that streaming is certainly interesting technology. So we already know that Nintendo streamed the Switch in Japan. And they streamed Odyssey, and I can't remember the F- name. Of the uh, Fantasy Star Online, I think was was it as well. Mm-hmm. Fantasy Star Online Two was running that fashion, but I think even on PCs that was streaming. I, I don't think there was anything directly downloadable. I, I think I it was like a streamed thing. I think it is literally just streaming. So the technology behind it is this kind of Netflix esque. Seems to be a bit of traction building online about it. Is it something you'd be buying into this this idea of streaming games to it? I was originally like yes. Like, I, I think this could really work. And I got really excited about the Google Stadia, Stadia kind of hmm. thing that you could buy, a, a, you could spend, I think it's a hundred quid or yeah. something like that. And you'd get the controller and you'd be able to stream things and the rest of it. Hmm. And that was really exciting. And the idea of like democratizing really high res, brilliant looking games, like by getting rid of the paywall of having a machine. Yeah. I really, really like. Hmm. However when we did move and like there was like issues with the internet like that, that that's you done right if you can't mm. i mean mm. the switch is, is portable you can go from place to place and it runs the game natively on the console i can't always guarantee that the wi-fi i'm going to get is going to be strong enough to to stream those games so originally i was like yeah streaming games is the future love it mm. i think it's gonna be really good i love the idea of putting it on my tv on my phone or what have you but i think the internet is just even though it's getting much more like ubiquitous, it's it really isn't everywhere and it isn't strong everywhere either. So I think from your side, Rich, as well, I, I th- remember rightly, you and I are kind of in the same boat as the majority of the titles we own are digital. Um, so I th- More and more. More and more, do you reckon? I think I definitely ended up with more digital than I expected at the beginning of ownership, owning yeah. the Switch. I've, I've found myself gravitating more towards... A lot of my games are indies as well. I still yeah. get like AAA Nintendo games or AAA first-party games, physical. Yeah, I same just, Yeah, I just, I just like it that way. It's just I, I don't want to be all digital. Yeah, it's a strange thing, isn't it? It's just I mean, there's an argument for space. There's an argument for, um, I mean, I don't particularly like the game carts themselves. I find them quite finicky. It annoys me to have to carry them everywhere. I've got a tiny little case separate now for them. So, they don't um, taste very nice either. So. They don't taste nice, no. And um, <laughs> do not go well in a salad. Uh, so there's things that are wrong with it. Taste being the primary one. Um, but <laughs> I like the idea of an all, not an all digital, but certainly having the option for streaming. I think I, I've got a slightly different... But I quite like the carts. Okay, um, okay. I, I do quite like them because of the case I've got. I can have like 12 inside that inside mm. thing, which yeah, I couldn't that. really do if I had multiple discs. And sure. I think with a portable console, card's the right way to go. Maybe with a home console oh, exclusively, no, then cards agree. would get on, on my nerves. Like, but but no, I, biggest... I quite like them. Sorry, Rich, go on, mate. So, so my biggest issue with streaming, though, is the, the vast majority of my playtime is when I'm on the move, traveling. Oh, yeah. And I still find that as a piece of hardware, the Switch is pretty chonky when it comes to connecting to Wi-Fi outside of a home network. Yeah. yeah and I cannot, I can't imagine it streaming red dead on southeastern uh, wi-fi when <laughs> well they can't even stream <laughs> trains along the rail track I can't so. <laughs> it, it won't work it won't work which the i think some people made the argument that oh you know you can download it to your, your console just like you can with um 
like you can with Netflix if you're downloading a TV show. I was like, you absolutely That's will cool. not be able to do that. I don't think you will. Uh, I just think it'll, because then it'll natively have to run it from the console. Yeah. And I think the whole point yeah. of it streaming is that there is something in the cloud or, you know, there's a server somewhere running that game that you are then playing. I don't think the console would be able to download it and then play it off there, but it's an argument to be had. I think um, John, part of our group, is like proper passionate about physical um, copies and extremely opinionated on it. I think it's a podcast in itself to sit there and discuss what mm. the future of gaming is. Um, so I'll, I'll actually move on to something that we kind of know about the future, which is Breath of the Wild 2. Ooh. Ooh. It exists. Pete, are you happy about that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I, I love Breath of the Wild. Anything Zelda related, I really like. Of course. Um, what what does interest me as well is like the way everybody's like investigated the trailer. And if you see the trailer, yeah. it's really dark. The sound and it's really uncomfortable. Like the the kind of corpse. Is it Ganon? I don't know. I, yeah. I, think, I think so. Like the corpse head turn and all that. I, I love all that, and I also love the people that have broken it down. Have like put it next to like footage from the ocarina of time okay do you know where um links looking through the window with zelda and they're talking about ganon were you going to say that is ganon rich or do you think it is yeah i think it's like human form mm. well oh, human okay. form but... oh, so like the corpse version of the yeah i think we're a good traditional Calam- ganon mm. in this there won't be um calamity was it calamity yeah ganon? the various forms he took mm. sorry pete cool um but the the thing that, that was quite interesting for it is the way that the head lingers kind of like lay back kind of dead and then turns and looks like it's very similar to the first time you meet Ganon in in Ocarina of Time where you're looking through the window and he's he's kind of like bowing to the king, isn't he? And then his head turns to look at the window and lingers. Hmm. It's a very similar kind of... I like think frame you, by frame, it's 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 nice. It's, I like the little nods to it. I like the the fact it looks like Link's getting possessed by whatever that spirit is. Mm. So there's quite a lot of internet fur now saying, is it going to be Zelda that you're playable as in this game? Which I I I love the idea of that. That sounds super cool. You know, just kind of take a traditional spin on the game and go right. Okay, Link's the one that you've got to go and save. Would she be like a caster as well? Because you know, in Smash, like she's yeah, d- or yeah. would it be like a Sheikah kind of melee kind of th- like that? Would be an interesting dynamic. That'd be super but, super cool. I already offered my uh, my deep take on that on the Express about uh, Ooh, Zelda because of her short because her shorter hair must oh, mean yeah. she's playable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fact. I, I like that. I like that. Edgy. I mean, the way, yeah, I mean, the way it ended, the way um, Breath of the Wild ended, they were together. They were working together. I think this will pick up at least, it's at least going to be a cooperative mode. I think you're going to switch between the two. Cool. Mm. That'd be absolutely brilliant. But again, the primary reason that we brought it up is that the, uh, the Breath of the Wild teams had too many DLC ideas, which is why Breath of the Wild 2 has come to fruition. I, I just think that's so cool, the fact that they've actually doubled down and gone, let's build something else in this engine. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it was it was the first proper open-world Zelda, and it 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 was massively successful. Like So so build on that. Like, it, that was the start. That was the proof of concept was Breath of the Wild. Let's see what you can now do with that formula in, in like the innovative Nintendo way of making things their own. Yeah. I mean, even them using the same world again, it doesn't even bother me. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah. So there's plenty of things they can change up to make it not feel like it's just the same game again. Yeah. Well, no, they do like a what Far Cry do every single time or Ubisoft I should say with Far Cry and just literally create the same game, change it on the, ma- sorry, same map, but change it vastly. 
um, and make it a little bit better than the previous one. I'll be a, happy with that. A new challenge, a new enemy, a new something happening could completely change the face of, of Hyrule, and it would be interesting to see how it changes. Mm. I wonder if they're going to kind of give it a bit of a Majora's Mask feel, maybe some, some kind of like constant time limit. It's a countdown. Yeah, something to me. give it a bit of spice. You know? Bit of spice. I like or that. Wind spice. Waker and flood it all. <laughs> Just have it on a all this lovely land gone. <laughs> Actually, it's a really good idea. Um, speaking of lovely ideas, uh, so what we're going to move on now is a slightly different rejig of the usual format. We're going to move on to the sweet releases. Sweet, sweet, sweet releases. Right, guys. So the sweet releases. We're going to go through this games, <laughs> <laughs> the games that are going to come out this week. Did you love that pause? I did. I did. It was uh, very dramatic. Wasn't I loved it? it. Yeah. I was like I Aragorn. Thought something was going to happen. Yeah, it was Aragorn <laughs> going through the double doors. I was like, yes, stay there, boys. Hold yourselves. Uh, <laughs> So, the sweet releases, the games that are coming up this week that we know of on the Nintendo Switch. And we're not going to go into too much detail for everything. We want to pick out the ones that we're actually interested in. So, um, I'm going to whiz through the list. All I want from you guys is a quick stop and we can talk about the game and then we can kind of move on to the next thing. There is one I think we will all want to talk about, uh, which is Fort Boyard. No, we're not going to. So, first one we're going to start with, Azaran Tales Trials. Anyone want to talk about that one? It's not one I've looked into in, in going, particular depth. Going, gone. Next one, <laughs> Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, a Metroidvania. Guys. Oh, we do like Metroidvanias on yeah. the island. We need as many as possible on the island. I've, I mean, I heard a lot of hype about it. It does. I do like the, the gameplay that's great, but I don't know. It's not a game I gravitate towards. Yeah. A, you know, a genre, shall I say. I've seen there's uh, already a game-breaking bug on the PS4 edition of it, and quite a few. That's always the, good. Yeah, it's always a good start. All of the um, influences on you know internet influences, I think is their terminology, of which we are of the same ilk. <laughs> um, uh, quite a few of them had to start and restart the game, uh, pending an update for the PlayStation. Just going, should I just restart it now? I'm going to come up to this game-breaking bug. So it's disappointing. For 35 quid, I would expect that to be running. And I'd expect it to be wow. relatively well polished. Um, I thought it was cheaper than that. Wow. It's expensive. Very expensive. Especially, again, if there is something game-breaking in it. Um, well, there's a lot of hype around it. So that, mm. that that's like the premium price tag as well, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So next, uh, we, forwards, uh, full stop, The Revolution. Going, going, <laughs> gone. Okay, next is uh, on the 25th of June, uh, Devil May Cry, the OG. Oh, I, I know of someone who quite likes this. I absolutely fucking love this game. This is <laughs> one of my favourite games of all time. I, it is. Th- this was, back in school, like, you, this was nearly the game that persuaded me to get a PlayStation. I, mate, I had two passions in life. One, paying £3 at a pop to change the little icon on top of my very cheap mobile phone. <laughs> that was one of my passions. Oh, I, oh but, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> Rich is like, yeah. He said, yeah, right there <laughs> with you, Dan. <laughs> uh, programming, uh, actually, too, programming in my own theme tunes to the mobile phone. Nice. I just loved it. I just loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've done it wrong. Fuck. Uh, and Devil May Cry. Devil yeah. May Cry being absolutely fan bloody tastic. So, have you played this, Rich? Ever? Yeah, I played a bit of three. Okay. Um, Randomly. That's right. But not. Again, not a series I've really played, but I'm interested in picking up the Switch. Could be a first timer. So it's only what fifteen quid. So it's it a is. lot cheaper than the Resident Evil games at the moment. So maybe I'll get that 
in the meantime, I wait for the Resident Evil ones to come down. Mm. I still kind of say even at that uh, price, it is very expensive. Uh, yeah, fifteen ninety nine. It's a great game. Don't get me wrong, but I, th- I think it's a extreme. It's a PlayStation Two game. Mm. Yeah, were there know. recent were there recent remasters that they basically ported this from? Was it like a PC version or something? I don't know. Uh, in all honesty, I don't know. I need to probably look into that. Let me just go onto the description and see whether or not it's got any sort of information on there. It's got its own menu. It does have details. The details have publisher Capcom. And nice. That is <laughs> it. It does not give you any details. Capcom could not be Sounds asked. like Capcom. <laughs> literally does sound like Capcom. They haven't even put a description in of the game. They've just literally left it as is. That is depressing. Every other game on here has got a description. It requires a little bit more love than that, I think, on 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 the site, only because it, it's a game with quite a lot of prestige to it. It's just like it's a it's a good solid game, and it's a good. Well, I'd like to know what edition it is, but it is just the OG one. Like you'd still expect, to get one of your interns to go and write a description <laughs> of the game. It might be wrong. It might have a spelling mistake in it or two. Grammatically, it might be trash. But just put something on yeah. there, guys. Give me something to read. And dying here in the heat of the concert <laughs> you don't know how warm it is a bee's that probably going to yeah but yeah don't know. actually moving on uh <laughs> moto gp 19 if uh, that has labo support i am in you guys are <laughs> it. <laughs> you're not because you'd be vomiting everywhere Cardboard bike. yeah um i remember playing old bike games back on the pc the old super bike series back in the day and i was crap at them then so i probably won't play it now i'll just so- fall off all the time this is on the 27th. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, this island, it's not, you don't actually have to ride the bike, Rich. <laughs> it's digital, mate. I it's meant fine. my guy on the screen. You know. Oh, sorry. I right. okay, yeah, fall out of my office chair. That's fine. Yeah, even better. <laughs> uh, wearing the Labo kit, even though it's not, <laughs> it doesn't even work with it. Uh, so that's £49.99. That's out on the 27th of June. That's not something I want the Isle, I want the Isle of Man game, though. That's pretty good. The Manx Island. TT one. Yeah, mm. actually, they've got good reviews. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this is actually one I'm quite interested in, Fort Boyard, the game, and it's £26.99 and it is out on the 27th of June. Uh, I'm just going to read the overview just so you know we all go out and buy this. So cross the threshold of Fort Boyard and complete the challenges. Enter Fort Boyard and take up the challenge with more than 10 activities that combine action and party games. Endurance, dexterity and perseverance will be your best assets for collecting Boyard coins. Fort Boyard as if you were there. Inside this stone vessel poised on the sea, relive the thrills of the teams that have trodden the ground of Fort Boyard. In solo or multiplayer mode, take up the challenge by completing each of the activities to be found in the fort and collect all the keys that will lead you to the treasure. Your turn. Collect as many Boyard coins as possible. It's like like, um, the the Crystal Maze, but... but It's like Crappy Sky One show, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Melinda Messenger, was it? Maybe. Well, she needs work. Maybe she's going to switch version. Locked into it. In live all the time. Uh, I was going to say something then, but I won't. Uh, Carrying on. Sega Ages. Wonder Boy. Monsterland. Uh, That is £5.99 and out on the 27th of June. Rich, uh, you're the resident Sega expert. Interested? £5.99? Can can I attempt you with that? Wonder Boy, I'm filming gonna wait for a uh, Virtual Racing. That's my only real Sega Ages pick this month. So do not I'm gonna save save my pennies. I won't get Wonder Boy. Do not blame you. So the next one is War Tech Fighters. That is on sale as well at twelve pounds seventy nine. That's on the twenty seventh of June. Like a Mac game, is it? Yeah, Mac game. 
Is there a little bit of a description for him? You've seen, seen it. You've seen Met Game and the guy's his bloody eyes light up. Travelling across the galaxy, the rebel colonies of... He- he's already in. I'm uh, in, I'm in. Hebos and Aris join forces to battle against the Zatros. Em- Hebos, Aris and Zatros. Pretty sure they're the three legendary uh, birds from Pokemon Red. Um, if they're not, they're definitely in Monster Hunter Generation. I think yeah. I've, I, I think I wear their head as a helmet, don't I? <laughs> Carry on. Uh, against the Zatros Empire with the deadliest weapons ever built, Vortex. Taking space combat to a whole new level, Vortex are giant mechs that combine cold precision and state-of-the-art tech in the battlefields of space. Wartech Fighters is a space action game that combines the spectacular action of Japanese anime with Hollywood blockbusters. Configure, upgrade, and customize your Wartech and dive into battle to fight the Zatronian forces and save your galaxy. Right up Rich's street there. It's got you, JRPG uh, overtones. Is nice. that is that one? Yeah, there's lots of that's lots of monologuing and. Uh... <laughs> so, I like it. Am I getting on Keymailer for a copy of that for you? Do you want yeah, me to? I think we are. I'll yeah, get a copy yeah, of that yeah, for yeah. you. We'll see if we can. <laughs> we'll see if we can. We'll ask. I've never. For... Never really played many mech games. I did the Armored Core back in the day. I got oh, overwhelmed by yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, my head just hurt. It's too much to do, so I just gave up. Speaking did of, you, <laughs> did you do the demo for Demon X back in there? I didn't. Yeah, that was that game was choppy. I just didn't. I just thought it was a bad game. You thought it was alright. I, I enjoyed it. I was very <laughs> slow. It was slow. It was just slow. And no, 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 no. Have a look. Just... Some people are so quick on it. Um, if you have a look at, um, particularly like on twitter there was people who were saying what's all this talk about it being slow and cl-? i thought it was slow and clunky because i was really slow and methodical with it but there's people just whipping around and like, like it, it's definitely honestly like have a have a look yes. see what you can find there's some people on it that are really quick with it i told you when we're talking about speed he's got a wit quicker than uh, the power sneakers so you know what i mean ah, okay. you don't want to be Fair talking enough. about speed <laughs> next guys uh cheeky cheeky boxy pro wrestling that's twelve it's a cheeky, pounds. Cheeky, yeah. cheeky, cheeky, boxy, pro wrestling. That's twelve pounds fourteen on the twenty seventh of June. I'm moving on, uh, probably from this one's one, which is called Baobabs Mausoleum Episode Two, thirteen thirteen Barnabas Dead End Drive. That's five pounds thirty nine on the twenty seventh of June. Uh, one that we have got a code for mm. uh, Graveyard Keeper. Uh, Mikey Boo Boo's got the code. Mm. Shout out to Mikey Boo Boo. <laughs> this is his new nickname. Um, this is £16.99, 19 pence, and that is on the 27th of June as well. The thing I like about that is is it's art style. It, it looks grim and brown and medieval, and yeah, I really like it. I think they're <laughs> quite confident in the format. They've already got DLC lined up for it as well. Mm. Uh, so Graveyard Keeper is the most inaccurate medieval cemetery <laughs> management sim <laughs> of the year. Build and manage your own graveyard while finding shortcuts to cut costs, expand into entertainment, into witch-burning festivals, and scare nearby villagers into attending church. <laughs> this is a game of That's... capitalism and doing whatever it takes to build a thriving business. Go on, Rich. That what are you sounds say? actually really quite cool. It does. I mean, I've, I've <laughs> I've stopped playing Stardew, but I like how it's more of a, a morbid, grim take on it. I like that idea. And to be fair, the description's fantastic. Um, so it carries on. Face ethical dilemmas. Do you really want to spend money on that proper hot dog meat for the festival when you have so many resources lying around? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lovely. Gather valuable resources I mean... and craft new items. Expand your graveyard into a thriving business. Go ahead and gather valuable resources scattered in the surrounding areas and explore what this land has to offer. It's this lovely merger of, as you say, Stardew Valley with, like, Darkest Dungeon and 
what seems like theme park world. <laughs> it's, it's a really nice merger. Fair play to him. He's got a good code there. I think Mikey Boo Boo yeah. has. I'm just going to say Mikey Boo Boo as many times as I can. Mikey Boo Boo. Mikey <laughs> well, he's Boo-Boo, accepted Mikey it now, hasn't he? That's his. That's it's his ta- fine. That's it's on his there. Name. It's legit now. He's got to change the poll. Um, so next, I'm going to whisk through a couple of games here because I don't think they're going to especially appeal to anyone. Okay, so stop me if any of these are of interest or you know anything about them. So Neko Para Volume Three. £9.89. Next one, Rain City. That's £5.96 on 27th. Kuyo Blaster. That's £8.09 on 27th. Furwind. That's £8.09 on the 27th. 27th, big day. Uh, next one, Dandy Dungeon. Legend of Brave Yamada. Uh, that's £13.85 on the 27th again. 27th again, Gonyo Fighter. £3.85 reduced from £20.29. pence. Barking. Wow. Okay, oh. big savings there. Very confident on launch for that uh, for that release. Next one, a- <laughs> Epic Astro Story. Uh, it's on the 27th of June. That's £8.99. Next one is Lions X. That is 89 pence. That's on 27th of June. Looks very similar to uh, Ding Dong Excel, or at least the aesthetic of the logo does. Next one, Super Neptunia. Trademark. RPG. That's £44.99. It's like a JRPG again, I think. Yeah, don't speak about that mm. to Rich. He'd yeah, probably he's, log he's off. Getting angry already. Oh, <laughs> he's getting furious. Uh, next one, Real Drift Racing. Oh, you love a bit of drifting, Rich. Come on, mate. £4.49 on the 28th of June. We moved on to the 28th now, by the way. Oh, that yeah. game was already out. It's been ages Real Drift Racing. Was it, it just... The next it one? must just be similar. must just be different games with a very similar name. It, well, there was another drifting game. Um but uh, no idea to be completely honest but the next one Headball Soccer Deluxe next one Spellcasting Perfectly Portable Edition I love when we're reading these out we just get gradually more and more just <laughs> depressed <laughs> yeah despondent about <laughs> fucking off and the Headball next, Headball next one is super expensive £49 £99 uh, on the 28th of June rounding off the week yeah super, we know what that is. super Mario Maker 2 Finally, we get to a game that probably <laughs> all of us are interested in on some level. No, I'm I really am. not bothered. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm not bothered. I just, I'm not bothered. Hot take <laughs> alert. I don't where's, know why. Where's Age of Boredom? Hot take I alert. Just, Go on. I just you, don't you explain know why. to me. We've got a debate here, guys, because Pete mm. might actually be interested in this. Rich isn't. Rich, am, yeah. lay, lay it down, mate. Be ruthless. Why not? I just, I just, I'm not too bothered about the whole creation aspect. I, I wasn't bothered with the last game. I just, I admittedly, I never owned. Was it? Was the original one out on the Wii U? Yes, it was, it on, was the, on the Wii U. Yes, that's worked, how much I know and care about the. Worked series. really well with the stylus. <laughs> like it was probably the best game for actually using the gamepad yeah. to. Okay. Like, it, it's. I, 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 I mean, finish your your your, your slander, that's and then right, I'll right, hold, them, hold them back. Hold them back. It's <laughs> like punching a screen. Um, <laughs> I I just don't know. I I can't put it into words. I. It just doesn't tickle you. I'd make a level and then what? I'd play it. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much, that's the gist of the game. Yeah, that, 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 I'm not bothered about sharing aspect. I'm not, I'm not bothered about sharing my levels with other people or playing theirs. I mean, yeah, you get a nice stylus out of it, but that's about it. Yeah, some nice physical gear, I think. <laughs> and you get a nice tin tin case. That not, that not enough for £49 of your, your English money? I'll get a uh, Zelda tin case later this year. That's yes, what I want. we are, which is in the shape of a Game Boy. <laughs> right, Pete, you ready, mate? You ready to lay it down? Um, so, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed first time round. I really did. The, the only thing that 
that that's put the breadcrumb me just being like a day one. I, I'm probably not day one on it. Okay. Um, I do like the the whole creating element. Um, you can really deep dive like the design of it. It can take you as long as you want. I, it, it's it's very much. I, I I found it very cathartic because you were like designing different elements of it, like really going back in and reworking your level and. It's probably the closest I got to actually doing any kind of realistic game designing that, like, that that I think was was worked really well, um, and I'd frequently finish it and be like, "Hey, have a have a look at this," and I'd I'd hand it to 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 someone to have a, a go on, like on couch co-op, and they'd have a go with the level. They oh, I love this bit, or then you'd see that they they're not very good at one part, so you could change it and edit it, and just reworking your levels and making it the best it can be. It, it's actually mildly addictive. And then when you share it online, you see what other people have done. And you can tell that they've done the same process of going in, reworking it, making it stronger. And then you start stealing their ideas and working them into yours. Um, so I really enjoyed that process. I did. Um, and I think it, it's going to work really nicely on the Switch because with the whole, uh, hopefully it's got video capture, or hopefully it's got like all the rest of it, it's going to hit far more readily, just like the stage creator did maybe on, on Smash. Like people are gonna like what they see and then try and work in ideas themselves. Like it, it, it's an enjoyable process. The only thing that stops me being like a day one on it is whether they've changed enough for me to get to get because I, I did do quite a lot of it in, on the Wii U. Whether it's enough to draw me back in, in in the same way. I think I'm the same. I haven't played it um, on any console, but so I'm kind of in a different spin on it. I just want to see what the reviews say first. I want to see that people think this is the definitive one to pick up. Mm. And I, well, I guess it will be the definitive one to pick up, but also that it it kind of itches or scratches the itch of what people want from this game. There's so many different creator games out there that I've never really played before. Minecraft being the main one that people absolutely love, and it just never gripped me. I've tried well, it a couple of times, just never got its, its claws into me. Got more out of Terraria. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think, and again, even then, when it comes down to some of the management sims, I'm, I'm absolutely loving Moonlighter, which is a bit different. Um, Stardew didn't really get its claws into me as much as I wanted it to. Animal Crossing doesn't appeal to me, so the element of creation in that way and management in that way yeah. doesn't really get me. Um, but I want to see what the reviews are. I think it's one of those games that if it kind of transcends the genre and with it having Mario attached to it, I'll be interested to pick it up. And then, like I said, I'll wait for the reviews and see what it comes back with. Mm. But... Um, so I'm not the same thing. I mean, I'm not like crapping on the whole creation thing as a whole. I mean, that's why I like well, things did. like Stardew because I'm living. I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but I have done. <laughs> but you get things like Stardew. Is I'm creating it, but I'm living within it the whole time. I think mm. that's I get invested in that in that respect. Whereas like creating a level, I don't know. I just don't feel that engagement like I do with mm. creating my home or my farm, etc., yeah. etc. I just so, think if um, if quite a few people on the island pick it up and there's that kind of you know, rhetoric bouncing back and forth of I'm doing this in this game and then the screen caps going up online and you know, like, oh, tried it like this yeah am I missing, it? Am I like missing out here yeah. am I missing out here am I missing out here and you get FOMO <laughs> isn't it a fair fear of missing out so I'm like oh crap what am I going to do then I'll probably be prompted to go and pick up a copy but like I said see what the reviews come back with mm. I've got a couple of key influencers that I like I know um, a chap called Paul Lloyd that we all follow on Twitter is probably the definitive guy to go and follow um, you can kind of find him in our followers I think on the Switch Island Twitter which is at the Switch Island so if you go and follow him on there he's got great content of the original Mario Maker and I think he was just crying his eyes out when this one was announced so um, <laughs> people are really passionate about it yeah people it's, are it's just got a very good following and I think a game with that type of calibre for it to have that 
following from a Nintendo franchise, it's mm. it's probably a good thing. So yeah. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy, guys. And then rounding off the week, uh, the next day is Rally Rock and Racing, which is seven pound nineteen on the twenty eighth of June as well. So that is it for next week uh, for all the games that are coming out. Um, Guys, what I want to do next, I need to go and take about five, ten minutes just mm. to go and have a wash down. It's a bit warm on the island. Oh, it's, it's, it's very <laughs> it's very close in here. It's very close. <laughs> you guys, are you, are you thirsty? Are you, do you want to fancy a drink? Or? Oh, I'm parched. Are you parched? Yeah. I think there's a pub over there. I think oh, I, the new one? Yeah, the new one. What's it called? Um, it's called... The prancing opponent. The prancing opponent. So it's it's the the pub on the island. Do you guys want to go and grab a quick beer? And I'll. I'd love a quick beer. Back in five minutes. All right, guys. Well, I'll I'll leave you to it. I'll uh, I'll see you in see you in ten. I tell you, it's, it's it's lovely in here, isn't it, Rage? It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I like the uh, the the Nintendo merch up on the walls of this this establishment. Nice bar stools with like Cooper mushroom uh, Cooper shells and mushrooms on. Lovely. What, what, what do you think of it? They got no peanuts, so I'm a bit, a bit annoyed by that. Yeah, I think Donkey Kong might have eaten most of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys, how you doing? You all right? Oh, look, look at this barman. Yeah, he looks familiar. Oh, yeah, 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 I am familiar. My name is Dave. Uh, I've had a lot of rap on this podcast over the years, but I've recently settled down and got myself a job in this fine establishment on the Swiss island. <laughs> Boys, just to get down to brass tacks, I need to test out my quiz. Uh, would you two mugs be interested? Um, yeah, yeah, very interested. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I'm on board. Right, so, uh, obviously, uh, the punters, you know, uh, they're pretty ruthless, so I just want to make sure that the quiz is acceptable for them. Uh, just need to make sure that the questions are perfect. So if I try our new boys and we'll see what we go like. So, boys, <clears throat> the six rounds with the winner getting a good pat on the back and a packet of pork scratchings and a pint of Grey Goose vodka. Not entirely sure why we do the pints of that mind as it's killed off three people already this week. So, without further ado, <clears throat> Barbara, kill the lights, and Waluigi, spin that shit. Right, it's me. It's me, it's Dave. Yeah. Not that one, this one, right here, right now. Got a pub quiz, play you real nice, serve you rounds alcohol on a school night. Bring your girlfriend, shit. bring your wife, that's a pound each every week, Tuesday night. That's the pub quiz. Are you ordering food? How, how about some, some salty snacks? Switch Island for life. Peace, 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 peace. <laughs> My boys, I'm splitting this in six sections here, okay? So we've got... <laughs> it, the voice is continuing, yeah? The voice is continuing. Okay. My yeah, name's cool. Dave. I used to be a baggage handler, Pete, if you want to go back and listen to the Yeah, no, no, uh, no. I recognise you. Yourself. Just how the wind doesn't change, seriously. No, it doesn't change. Six sections we've got. Uh, first one is sports, news, general knowledge, Guess the price, uh, bends you right or bends you wrong, and then karaoke. So, what I'm going to do first, boys, is going to go to sports. <clears throat> so, the first question, and it is a case of uh, first answer gets the point. Do we buzz? Do I have a. Boys, I'm not made of fucking money, alright? <laughs> so, if the first one to buzz it gets the fucking point, alright? Okay, so first one. <clears throat> 
the only Wii game released at retailers in North America. <laughs> that was jarring. Sorry, that was jarring. I wasn't expecting the change back. I was like, we're going to struggle to hear him here. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, Dave. The only Wii game released at retailers in North America in 2018 was an installment in what Ubisoft series? Just Dance. I don't know. Oh, yeah, my God, you've fucking oh, done you there, Rich. Oh, mate, you've got egg on your face, mate. <laughs> Well, next question. Pete's got one. Was that right? Yeah, okay. right. It's right, mate. Just well done. Yeah. Well done, mate. Got it right, yeah. Sorry, Rich. Was I supposed to buzz first? Am I all right? Just jumping in. Do we just shout? I don't know. I don't give a fuck, boys. It's a fucking pub quiz. <laughs> I'm just going to shout. Do you want a point? 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 You can have a point. All right, next question is news. So in the news section, boys, next is one of question we're going to go for. is one to respond. What is the name of the Final Fantasy character <laughs> currently at the centre of an internet debate? Tifa. Oh, he's ah, done you there, Pete. Yeah. Got the surname as well. Got the... What's the surname, mate? It was Lockhart, wasn't it? It was Lockhart, mate. Oh, Very well. The image jumped to my head because it's going mad on Twitter at the it's moment, isn't it? going very mad on Twitter for reasons we can't bring up, boys, because I don't think I can handle it myself. Okay. <laughs> question three, then. Next question, boys. Next question. We're going on to general knowledge. General knowledge. We don't have a bit of general knowledge. If you're in the team, everybody, everybody. What ability in the... <laughs> can't fucking keep this up. You're doing well. You're doing I'm well. doing all right. How so many questions are there? Don't lose the profile. I'm going to get you a glass Don't. of water. Next one. What ability in The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, allows Link to create an updraft of air to ascend on? Uh, fire. Uh, ah. Ooh. What ability in The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, allows Link to create an updraft of air to ascend on? I always do it on? with fire arrows. I don't know. What's the ability? It's not stasis, is it? No, it's not stasis. Uh, no. Oops. No, it's not, no. It's a gift that one of them gives him, and I can't remember the name of it. Oh, yeah, it was a gift, wasn't it? Uh. Can I get half a point for how I do it? Like, with, with fire arrow on the ground and... No! No, okay, fair enough. No, I'm going to have to pass, I, I can't no, remember. I don't know. Rivali's Gale. Of course it is. Oh, so I Bloody bird. Oh, he's done you more there, boys. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh Rivali was a bird, I remember that. Absolutely a, a, bloody awful. A poor man's Falco. Yeah. Poor, poor man's Falco. Falco. Stasis. Yeah. What the hell? Hey, What's wrong hey, with keep me? your voice down, please, Falco. It's in the corner, mate. <laughs> no, <laughs> anyway, next one. We're going on to the next round, which is guess the price. <laughs> All right, boys. So, what you got to do with this one, right? You've got to guess the price of the game on the eShop in the UK store. All right. So, uh, we're going to get the game. Switch up. Switch up. There we go. And the game I'm going to give you. And I want it to the nearest pound. Okay. Nearest pound. Nearest pound. None of this twelve pound, fourteen pound, seventeen pound, one pinch shit is Undertale. Undertale. To the nearest pound. Pete, your guess first, please. Okay. Seven. Seven pounds. Seven pounds. Rich. I'm going to say Nine pounds. Nine pounds. Rich takes it. The game is eleven pounds ninety nine. Oh. Rounded up to twelve pounds. Hey. Well played, Rich. <laughs> I, I aim too low. I aim too low. Right, boys. So next one we're going to go for is the oh Benji right or Benji wrong round. So the point of the Benji right or on your own, I'm going to give you a fact, and you're going to say if it's right or wrong. I'm going to give Rich the opportunity to answer first, and I'm going to go over to Pete. Okay. Okay, so the question is, are you ready for the question, boys? Do you want a pint? 
Do you want a point, Rose? You want a point? Do you want a point? I'll have a point. Please. Okay, yeah, point. It's a point. Okay. <laughs> Reggie Phil's Emmy first made its appearance at the annual E3 gaming trade show in 2005. Rich, is that correct? That is not correct, no. It's not correct. Well, I'm going to go with correct then. Well, just well, for hold the... on, just for the bravado. Pete, can you tell me whether you think Reggie Phil's and me make it, made his first appearance at the annual E3 gaming trade show in 2005 and whether you believe that is Benji right or Benji wrong? Uh, that is... Well, I'll go for Benji wrong. Rich is taking it. Rich has fucking done it. Well done, Rich. It is wrong. He started in 2004. Yeah, I, I should have gone I thought, for the I thought he was a bit nearer the GameCube, a little mm. bit nearer. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit nearer, a bit nearer. Right, I'm just going to tally up those scores. Pete got the first one. Do I get a point for Benji wrong on that one? Or is it... You definitely don't get a point for okay, that so, yeah. Why would you get a point? Pete got the first one, that's one. TV it on his second one, that's two. Do you want a point while I'm doing this? No, we don't want a point, it's fine. One plus two is two. You know, it's not a fat mate. Well, say what ability nobody got that one, so it's one one. Yeah, Rich got the second one, so that's two one to Rich and Reggie feels me, that's three one to Rich. Three one two I think I think this pub manager should go back to being like the working at the airport. Well, do you like? wash your mouth out with yeah. some beer <laughs> shoot me. Right, boys, final round, Pete can't make it up anyway, so it's gonna be a little bit of a trial for him. Um so Rich what I'm going to do in this round is just give you a karaoke variation of one of the games that I like, and you can see whether or not you can guess this, this thing. Oh, okay. It's about yeah. like shooting stars, isn't it? Oh, I love this, yeah. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you assume that we can we summon the flamingo? Can we summon the flamingo from right, above? Boys, yeah. calm down, please. Do you want a pint? Do you want a pint? Do you want a chaser? Do you want a packet crisp? Flamingo from below. Yeah, yeah there we go. Flamingo yeah. from below. All right, that's what you fancy. Are you ready for this? Can I guess or are you letting Rick guess? That's the Mario theme when you go underground. Pete's got it right. He's actually saving himself a bit face it. Three, two. Well done, Rich. You won it, mate, Pip. Well played. I'm coming back to this pub. I like it here. It's good. It's nice. Comfortable. Barbara, put the fire nice bat on and Waluigi, stop the music for me. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much for that. Did you enjoy yourselves there, then? Yeah, no, we come back here. Did you come back, Rich? The questions. Yeah, the questions. <laughs> Do you think the questions will be all right for the punters in a week? Yeah. Sorry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just say yeah. Do you think the questions will be all right for the Anyway, boys. <laughs> anyway, fine. Thank you very much for coming to the Prance in Apono. You've been lovely. Yeah, it's last orders anyway at the bar. Last orders. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Hi boys, where where have you guys been? Oh, yeah, the prancing, the prancing opponent. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice new pub. It's all right. I've heard the barman's a bit of a bit of a weirdo. Like we've we've met him before. Like we've we've met him before. Definitely <sighs> recognised. Very. I think very... he's going to be in the new uh, in the new brain training game. I think. Yeah. Is he right? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, makes, that makes sense. Um, Not with that language. Heady rips off shooting stars <laughs> quite a bit as well. Uh, the flamingo from below. <laughs> flamingo from below. <laughs> like, you can't summon a dove. Like a dove from above. Like you coo like a dove. What noise do flamingos make? I've got no idea what you're making. Go on, Rich. What 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 noise do they make? 
What, fl- a flamingo? Uh, well, to summon oh, a flamingo. I don't, I don't, I don't know the flamingo. That sounds like a noise of flamingo, mate. Guys, boys, gents, gentlemen, please, ladies, let's switch it up. Oh, do you like that one, Pete? Best one. Rich, yeah. Do you like it? Yeah. yeah. I've been looking forward to being on Switcher. Yeah, it's a good one, this. It's a good one. That's time. Um, we've, we've, well, you know what? For that, for that enthusiasm, go you've got to go first. You've got to go first. So all we do is switch it up is we just want to know what games we're all playing this week and to try and advertise them uh, to the punters listening to, I mean, not the punters, <laughs> <laughs> dropping the, the bravado of the previous section. Um, uh, other people, that listeners at home that like, enjoy, our, enjoy our podcast. So Rich, what game have you been playing this week, mate? I've been playing Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, God damn. God for the damn. Sum, thirty pounds. You adult. You adult. Yeah, I know. God. A few kids trying. A few kids crying on my train to work. I'm just looking over your shoulder. Lots <laughs> <laughs> of mothers shaking their heads. Oh, terrible. Yeah, fantastic game. Honestly, really well done. Um, in a way, it looks a little bit rough around the edges than what I expected, but I do think it's still quite a technical achievement. Hmm. Story mode is fantastic. Really? Yeah. I put it on my Twitter, it plays out just like a long Netflix series. There's so much in the way of cutscenes. It's oh, almost kind of hands off for about 60, 70% of it. You're just watching cutscenes. It's, it's a really, really impressive story. The scale, it kind of plays out a bit in a bit of an anthology kind of way. So it's set into chapters and then you have different characters paired off and basically everything comes together in the end. I really? assume I've not completed the story yet. It looks like everyone's going to assemble in the end for one big battle. But really like it. Spoilers. Fatalities are gruesome. <laughs> I still am a bit of a fighting game amateur. I've not played many over the years. Well, you kind of said so, it took a little bit of time to get to actually, but you were like overjoyed when you got a fatality, weren't you? Did you? Well, admittedly, it was before I downloaded the uh, the patch, so some of the uh, easy okay. fatalities were available at the beginning. Oh, Once you download the patch, it turns them <laughs> off. <laughs> so now I'm like having to memorize like, eight inputs. So I've done a few fatalities, but only the easy ones. So I've still got some uh, some learning to do. Could could I just ask about this because you it, can it, ask sa- whatever you want. It, it sounds like Mortal Kombat. I was. I'm not ashamed to say, a little bit like I found the fatalities and everything on the build up to the game. Like, I mean, I'm not squeamish, but they did make me a bit squeamish. Some of these fatalities, I'm probably not there. The toughest of the game is out there. It was the spikes but, for me, the one where you're uppercut and then they used to land on them. I don't yeah, think it was necessarily a fatality, but it, that was horrible. Like. Yeah, some of them look really like graphic. I mean, all I was wondering about is one element, the story mode, reminds me very much of um, the first Injustice. It was like a the game Injustice was a, a well, okay, which yeah. um which the story mode on that was better than a than a a, a, a kind of mm. film kind of yeah it, it is have you played Injustice? How does Mortal yeah. Kombat compare to it? Is I did it have a good comparison to make? I did have Injustice, I got it free on the PlayStation. Um yeah, very similar. I didn't play a lot of the story mode in Injustice, but you can see they've kind of gone for a similar kind of feel. Yeah, because that was the thing I enjoyed the most about Injustice, the storyline, how the characters were, were kind of building mm. up to this big climatic battle with against, I think in Injustice it was Superman that had turned evil, and yeah, it was a really yeah. good storyline, I thought. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, as someone who's maybe a little bit on the fence about Mortal Kombat, it, 
what would you say would be the, the most persuasive reason to, to jump in, even if you're a bit squeamish of it or a bit Just on the fence? Before you answer <laughs> that, I do think there is some sort of link, and I can't remember for life me what it is between Injustice and Mortal Kombat. Um, I follow development. I think there is, I don't whether it's publisher or developer, I'm not too sure, but I think because they usually have each other's characters within and they play very similar to how they do in the actual yeah, games. Okay. So, and also I was going to say, follow Ed Boon on Twitter, who's mm. the creator of Mortal Kombat, I want to say, or at least one of the current um, visionaries for it. He's super passionate about the game, but mm. he's also very passionate about the industry. So he comments quite a lot and usually has quite good uh, hot takes on you know certain things going on. Like at the moment, we talked, spoke about the Tifa thing before, but mm. he's got a very good opinion on it. And yeah, he's just a really cool guy to follow. So quite sorry. Cool. cool. Carry on. That's cool. Now, in terms of the selling the game to you, I would actually say the story mode is the biggest, the strongest point part of the game I've experienced at this point. Um, having not played any more combat prior to the original, like you know, digitized ones, shall we say, um, the story does actually make no sense unless you've played like some of the previous installments. So honestly, I'm sitting there. It's almost like walking into Endgame and having not seen any previous <laughs> Avengers films. But it's so well done that I, I don't know, I'm having fun watching the story unfold, even though a lot of it doesn't make much sense to me. Hmm. It's just so impressive, the scale of it. They've just done a fantastic job. It just seems that's a lot of love that goes into that franchise, but... Um, okay, cool. Well, that's your first game, mate. Well done. Switch it up. Done yeah. What, what a good game to have cool. as your first Switch. Absolute well. quality games mm-hmm. to do. Do you want to go next? Yeah, I mean, th- there's one game that I, I have been playing quite a lot of. Um, recently moved and took us ages to get the internet set up. Um, so I've been playing like a single player offline game, uh, Assassin's Creed 4, mm. um, which is, is quite recent. Um, but I was originally a bit apprehensive about getting it because if you remember when it was first announced, yeah, um, the footage of it was quite jaggy, a bit unusual. Like people didn't really like the look of it. I didn't fondly remember. I played it. I didn't fondly remember playing it back in the day either. Mm. However, it was one of those things. Where I was like, I'm actually half tempted to pick it up. Mm. But I mean, the, the the thing that I mean, you can the the graphics on it are. I think um, they have been sh- scaled back. They have been. Um, kind of limited which is odd because on, on the Wii U like it, it ran on that hmm. um, and again the graphics would have been run down for that as well but I nearly let that dissuade me from getting this game again okay. I had it on the Wii U and thoroughly enjoyed it I love the setting of, of the War of Independence um, I, I just like that time period and I like the character Connor who is like this Native American like the combat of him, he's more muscular, aggressive. It's brutal. It's like when he's fighting, the fluidity of the combat with the brutality of being a Native American, yeah. like youth who's really angry, like works really well. He's like like a tomahawk, or you can pick up um like a musket, and like it's really cleverly done. But I I nearly let like the the talk about its um, lack of graphical finesse or um talk me out of it, and I I would have really have missed out because this is a big, uh, d- a varied game. Mm. Um, and what I found, once you get past maybe about five hours, um, you're into the game and it's full, it opens out, and there's a lot you can do. You, you can either mm. improve your homestead mm. and bring in new settlers, 
which is like the story of like settling the West and like the homestead has like um like an inn on it eventually. Mm. You you do jobs for like the lumberjacks who come and then set up like a, a, a mill. Like it's it's a really clever system. And you can ignore that entirely and not, not build the homestead and get on with the main quest, which is this this story of the Templars versus the Assassins, all tied up in this colonial American backdrop. Um or you could ignore that and do side quests and searching missions, or you can go into the woods and hunt and start like trade between the homestead and the different settlements. Um, so there's like an economic side of it. And if you didn't want to do that, you can go onto a boat and, and do like the proto kind of black flag ship combat. Like it, it's the variety that, that, that I would have really missed out on that if I had, 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 had thought that the graphical fidelity mattered to me when. Like, if, if graphical fidelity did matter to me, I'd, I'd have a PlayStation anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like I have thoroughly enjoyed it. It's really engrossing. Combat is great. Story's a bit all over the place at times, but but the variety just keeps you coming back. And I like just going into the woods and hunting. It, it's like, if yeah. you can't have Red Dead on Switch, like you, you can get quite a lot of that Red Dead, um, like, Western expansion era yeah. feeling from this game. And I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. it I think everyone that's played it, or everyone that's certainly um, picked it up, I think around launch time, just a huge Assassin's Creed fan. So, and I think mm-hmm. it's it's played. Uh, people don't really care about the, some of the performance issues, or not mm-hmm. necessarily the graphical issues. Have you seen much slowdown, or is it just tend to? There, there is at times. I mean, the game auto saves quite frequently, and you okay. get like so you get like um, like a little box because it's supposed to be in the animus okay. and it can be quite jarring because it's constantly saying so with like a, an icon will come up or an icon will come up and you're like oh my god and then if there's very like busy areas where loads of people are attacking you can get a bit of slowdown loading times can be quite quite arduous but at no point was I, I thinking that this was a broken game at no point was I thinking that it's really detracting from anything it is a slow long game it's like, interesting it's you slow, say that but but there's a lot going on. About the, um, what I was going to say, it's interesting to say about the interface. Uh, one thing that I'm worried about slightly about The Witcher 3 coming over and getting ported is how it will scale down yeah. based on that, um, again, just the hood, you mm. know, and what will be in that hood because I used to switch it off. The best part about The Witcher 3 is you can switch everything off in the hood mm. and literally just have this kind of open world experience nice. where you can kind of figure out any way, environmentally, where you need to go. Bearing in mind, it's a huge game, so doing that is just an achievement in itself, you know, to try and find your way to a town. You're like, fucking hell, how the hell have I got here by, you know, by hook or by crook? But when you do have the hood on for those, um, you know, for gamers that aren't, you prefer that little bit more of a hand, hand-holding hand experience, um, you know, again, it shows you all your health, etc. standard tropes that you'd see in the game. Mm. I don't know how they're going to scale it based on how it's not very intrusive on a bigger screen. I can see it being very hard to read on a smaller one. Yeah, no, I think... I know, it sounds the, the close, No, it's it's absolutely valid point because a lot of that can be quite distracting on a smaller screen. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. Um, I didn't find it too jarring on Assassin's Creed. Hmm. Um, and, and that is a game where they, they almost show you too much on the hood, I think. Yeah, they can um, But you can toggle quite a lot of it off. Um, but on handheld, that that wasn't the issue for me. I don't think there was an issue with 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 uh, the HUD display. Scaled down, okay. That's yeah, it looked. It probably looked a little bit marginally better and smoother on handheld than it did on. You just forget how close really thing. you're going to hold it to your face, and I think that's yeah. probably where you get that yeah. perspective or that concern of scale. Yeah. But is it? Is it's, it's, 
What just, play just... Labo. just play on Labo. Just play on Labo. Just have everything in Labo. <laughs> Labo would be fine. Bloody hell, yeah. VR I everything. did see a thing with the uh, the Witcher devs. I'm sure they said something about how they are redesigning the HUD. It's one of the things they're overhauling. Brilliant. Optimizing okay, cool. it for Switch. So yeah, I'm pretty it, sure. It's just a, a CD Projekt Red absolutely nailed the uh, the HUD and the fact it just isn't intrusive. And again, I think uh, Ubisoft do a brilliant job with the Assassin's Creed as well. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things where you do feel immersed in the game and you do kind of you know the idea of being in the animus that you do Mm -hmm. kind of buy into that because when you do go into the world it's not as gamey as some of the games i know that's a really weird way of explaining (laughs) but i'm pretty sure you get me um could i just check have any of you like likely to get assassin's creed is it something that you'd look at getting for the switch tempted by it only because of a bloody thing i'd like to think i'm contributing towards like black flag getting on there um and i I just think like any of the I don't know. Um, to, it's this thing of the backlog at the moment. Do I have time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do I Rich, have, I mean, Rich yeah. have, you, have you played any of the Assassin's Creed? I think I had... Um, which one was it now? I think it was Brotherhood. Oh, I had that. Oh, yeah. That's the only one I've owned. Only one I've really played to any real extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll consider getting this on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd let the price come down a little bit, but I think I will add it into time. I wouldn't mind playing it. Yeah, it's mm. a big game. There's a lot to do. How about you, Dan? What, what's been been your your so games? I've been playing Breath of the Wild a lot again, yeah. just because I went over to for a stag doing Tenerife and came back. So I, I just like <laughs> it was. I, I wanted to jump back into it anyway. So I'm not going to talk too much about Breath of the Wild. It's a small indie game. Don't know if you've heard of it. No, uh, I, I think it's getting a sequel. Me. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting anyway. But the graphics in it are quite jarring when you go back into the game. It's a gorgeous game, but you can still you do notice that it isn't pristine and it's one of those things where you go like it really does, doesn't matter to me at all mm. like again i can see certain slowdowns or i can see mm. clunkiness to it and bearing in mind most people gave this a near perfect score of 10 you know obviously no art scores perfect. A lot, art direction does so much and even then um again if it really connects with your breath of the wild it's just an awesome game anyway everyone knows that kind of stuff but uh the game that i kind of want to speak about was moonlighter so i bought the spe- special edition of this even after picking up the digital version just because i really love the game um it's a roguelike kind of game where you is that it there it can is I, that can, I, can you can, I see you can look at it he's yeah, got the box ladies on the audio <laughs> on the audio i'll take your word for it you can take my word for it Ooh, oh, the, <laughs> look at that that's the box for it there is the look at this but that was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> jelly. Don't be jelly. Uh, oh, it's lovely. There's a little pendant that came with it. That's quite nice. There's a little stress toy that came with it. Of one of the oh, little... Oh, these are those sli- the slimes. The slimes yeah. that are in the game. Uh, I can't remember where all the other bits are. The what, signature edition. Yeah. It is pretty cool. But the game itself really, really gripped me. I don't know why. Um, again, it was something I was playing when I was just away. Roguelite, but you're managing a shop in the day. And then by evening, or if you choose to in the day, if you get a helper for your shop, you go into um, these kind of dungeons and there's different themes, dungeon theme dungeons. So you open them up as you complete bosses in the previous one. And the whole thing and the, the narrative of the game is pretty loose. It's just like, these dungeons have been locked away for years. Oh my God, you're the shopkeeper that runs Moonlighter. How the hell are you the one to beat all these bosses? And this little old man comes <laughs> and tells you not to do what you're doing because uh, your dad died a couple of years ago doing the same thing. Um, it's a gorgeous looking game. It's super fun, super addictive. You are grinding a lot. You are going in there and getting these kind of items and selling them, selling them in the shop. But there is this whole... Um, sales dynamic then of you can't oversaturate the market with the same thing over and over again 
or punters won't buy it. That's the thing that really interests me. It's the, proper the, cool. The, yeah. the kind of market forces dynamic yeah, to your little store. I like the idea of that. But it's it's all it's complicated but very it's simple. It's proper lovely looking. Yeah, but but very simple as well. So that the way you can upgrade your shop so you can get different like you get more places to sell your items but you also get locked cabinets because you can get thieves that come in and try and steal then you have to roll <laughs> into them to get your items back it's really stressful especially when you've got like one of your most expensive items and it always flags up that it's a thief but the dynamic is that or I should say the, the gameplay loop of that part where you are running the shop is that people will be queuing to buy the item and if you don't service them quick enough, usually it's like 10 seconds, they'll just fuck off with the item. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, you, you either roll, try and like catch a thief, and then you're trying to get back to the counter to serve people. Before they, like, putting your penny back on, like, fucking hell, Jesus, yeah. covering the bruises up. Like, oh my God, what's happened? Um, it's just super fun. So that's kind of loop within the shop. And then, like I said, you're going into these dungeons and um, you, you're getting varied items. And it's like I said, it's rogue. So the layout of the dungeon changes every single time. You can put a pin and drop out of that dungeon um, at a cost. So you might pay like 3,000 coins and then it'll scale up based on which level of that dungeon you get mm. to. Um, and all the way, you're kind of leaving these place markers so that you fight the boss, get a big haul, and then you open up one of these other dungeons. Mm. So it's an absolutely wonderful game. The music in it's insane. It's available on Spotify and Apple Play. Um, I'd encourage anyone to go and listen to it. That was the other thing that came with it, was the CD, the music. Just a, an observation, I can see the two, like the, the Octopath Traveler, the special edition of that, the, the packaging and everything, like you'd imagine that game to, to do a special edition and it to, to land really well with the heritage of the, the company behind it and all yeah. the rest of it. But to my look, like the, the Moonlighter one it is playing with the big boys there. It looks, it looks yeah. just as... It's, it's nice. Yeah. And the game itself looks beautiful. I really like the artwork. Yeah, and big up to Signature Edition, the guys that published it, the physical mm. for them. It's it's really lovely. And again, I've been talking about digital games a lot and then talking about this, but it's a really, really cool game. It's got its, its claws into me again. That's the thing with digital, though. Just it, it, just because the media is becoming more digital, you'll, you'll probably find that the games that you really like, you will buy That's special true. editions more. Yeah. It, it's that whole thing with music. Like People are probably streaming more than ever, but they're buying really nice vinyl for for themselves if it's a, a, an album yeah. that they re really like or an artist that they really like you're gonna get the same thing happening here i've just gifted you the game because i've realized oh, i didn't realize this was the yeah you can have it because i've got <laughs> oh. the bloody digital game all i wanted was just the bits that came with it so you can keep the cart oh look at that i've got a game there we go you can actually play the bloody game <laughs> oh, thank you very much, it's Dan. like it's Shut for a podcast you get a free game <laughs> sorry Tell you what, I've, set, I've got my office set up so i can start recording a bit so i'll put this on me leveling it, up it's something that i definitely want to do a um some sort of streaming of it's just it's a really really good game guys like i think it's only 15 quid you can pick it up for but you'll get it as soon as you start playing the game it'll mm. take it uh, mikey boo boo loves this game mikey boo boo a uh, friend of the show and part of the switch <laughs> mikey, <laughs> mikey boo boo um but yeah it's, it's just super super cool absolutely love it i'll give that a run tonight i'll, I'll record it as well i'll to check it out actually it does sound interesting <laughs> plus, plus jesse absolutely loves it as well when we're playing and he's just sat there and thrall with the colors and the music oh, going lovely, so it's probably lovely. cool is there any other games guys that we've been playing this week Nothing really right now, no. It's been dominated by Mortal Kombat. A little bit of NBA 2K19, but... I haven't even jumped into that yet. I picked it up um, using my American... <laughs> it, mate, that was yeah. just insane. What what did it go down to? $2.99? $2.99, yeah. Wow. But that was seen as the, what, like, the... 
best kind of sports game transitioned across. 2K, the yeah, they do yeah. brilliant, brilliant um, sports games, and they've the dominated. The rest of them didn't do so well. Did no, 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 no. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about that. It did okay on previous editions, and I think it did okay on pre- other platforms. I think it was just the Switch yeah. one was a little bit ambitious, mm. but mm. 2K19's got rave reviews. Again, like you said, it's the the pinnacle sports mm. game on the on the Switch. Um, the, the only other thing on, on Switch It Up for me um, is I did a lot more offline um, Monster Hunter Generations. Oh, okay. And I know that was a game that's been quite recently on sale and it's really helped since I've gone online because there's far more people at, at lower levels now doing the online hunts. Um, so you're jumping in and doing online hunts more readily now and it has proper got its teeth back into <laughs> me. Bit, it's just brilliant. I, I'm going to... I'm going to do my work to try and persuade Dan to pick it up again. Like, if I, if I, I know what Pete's like, and he's been the same way for 20-odd years. He'll probably persuade me. Uh, oh, no, I love it. It's, 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 a, it, it's really got its clothes back in, and I, I might do a, a little bit of a talk about that another time. Well, I'll tell you what, you do the deal. You buy the pizza this afternoon, and I'll, yeah. I'll pick it up. Yeah. Um, so, guys, unless there's anything else we would like to pick up before we sign off? No, I, th- I think... Lovely. Rich, we smashed yeah. that, mate. We did yeah. well. That was emotional. Yeah. That was cool. I really enjoyed it. So, uh, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening to our inane ramblings. And they were inane this week uh, because of the heat. If you're a regular listener and fancy getting a bit more involved on the island, uh, our social links are pretty simple and easy to remember. YouTube.com forward slash The Switch Island. We've got Twitter.com forward slash The Switch Island or at The Switch Island. Website, Pete, is theswitchisland.co.uk yes yes it's not it's dot com we've actually got <laughs> switchisland.co.uk yeah. as well so I, I made sure to buy them all yeah. uh, patreon.com <laughs> rich forward slash it's exciting <laughs> patreon.com <laughs> patreon.com forward slash the switch island yes he's got it he's in the gang uh, instagram.com forward slash the switch island and the discord one I won't read out to you but it is in the links on our mm. twitter page and uh, our discord is run by the gorgeous Steve Sticky Simpson and what he does is he organises a gaming session every Thursday mm. we need to persuade him to do Splatoon I'm desperate to play Splatoon again crabs be flamingos let's, let's make it happen oh mate we can do Splatfest now as well can't we we could do Splatfest oh, now as well oh it's gorgeous I, mean, people. I, I might start trying to uh, gather people together to do some hunts as well because I know a lot of people <sighs> were messaging hunts. Yeah. I, I want to divide our time between Paladins and Splatoon and never come up for air yeah. <laughs> um, Rich uh, have you got either of those games haven't known. We're going to have to persuade you to get one of them. Uh, it's going to be terrible. And otherwise, I'm not well, overdue getting uh, Splatoon. I really should, but but Platter, um, you'd like an it. easier way to, to get on um, is uh, Paladins is, is free to play, is it? and Point. you'll get like your rotation mm. of characters. That could be one if you don't. And there's a guy. Well, I did, I did like actually you. own Paladins. I did play that for a while when it first came out, and then yeah. I uh, oh, archived actually, it. Um, there's a new battle royale as well. I'm not sure. I, mm. I don't normally like them, but it's called uh, Realm Royale, is it? I think. Yeah, which is made yeah, by High Res Studios, which are the same people who did Paladins, and that's free to play as well. So we could maybe cool. have a look at jumping on that, yeah. maybe. See what I mean? See what I mean? This is exactly what the island is <laughs> all about. So what we want to do is thank you guys very much for joining us week. Pete at GQ Preacher. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much. Love being back. Rich, thank you very much, mate. That was, uh, that was thank lovely. Thank you. I really enjoyed Thank that. You. Thank you very much for a Mammoth. lovely sunny Saturday afternoon uh, for us to go and enjoy some pizza now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, last, but absolutely not least, a big thanks, love and hugs to our Patreon Islanders for supporting the episode again this week. And their glorious names are Adam Phillips, Aaliyah Jones, Andrew Dickinson, Lewis Wilson, Mark Hammond, Pavan Kakala, Richard Atkinson, Richard Elsie, 
Prick. Prick. <laughs> Stephen Landry and good old Stevie Boxall. Thank you very much, Patreons, for supporting Thank us you. again this week. And guys, have a great week. Thank you. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. Let's go.